Check, 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 check. Check, check, mic check, mic check. There you go. One, two. All right. Uh, welcome uh, to our very first episode of Becoming the Light, Be the Person You Always Needed. Absolutely. Holy shit. <laughs> Huh. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. No, it's been a minute that I deci- we decided to do this. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, we're here. We are here. In Southwest Florida. Well, welcome, y'all. Thank you for listening. Um, and who my, are you? My name is Wilfredo Ramos. I am a 40-year-old man living in Southwest Florida from San Juan, Puerto Rico, where I was born and raised. And uh, I am a photographer by trade. Mm-hmm. And a sleuth of other stuff that I do. You're a jack of all, jack yeah. of all trades. Drag of all trades. I like that. Mm-hmm. And I also have here my co-host and one of my besties in the entire world. Hello. I am uh, Leslie Bartley. Um, my profession is I am a psychology professor. Um, I was a former uh, adolescent and family counselor. My background has been in psychology and just trying to help folks be the better versions of themselves that they want to, you know, pursue. So when we started talking about this, it mm-hmm. really seemed to fit the idea of, you know, who did we need growing up? Mm-hmm. Who did we need to model what to do, what not to do, how to express things? And, uh, you know, so those are one of the things I really work on when I'm teaching. So this really seems to fit. So I'm excited to see where this goes and what we do with Absolutely. it. And also, so you all know, we actually, I actually, actually our circle of friends call Leslie, <laughs> we call her Dr. Wife. So moving <laughs> forward, she's no longer Leslie Barley to y'all. She is Dr. Dr. Wife. A little, a little quick little story on that one is uh, when I married my husband, I had, I did not take his name. Not because, well, I am a feminist. I'll go ahead and throw that out there. Boom. I own that all, all goddamn day. Um, but I just, by the time we got married, uh, I was older. I got married, when was it, 37? Was it? Yeah, I was old. Well, old, quote unquote, in terms of socialization for women. Um, but I had already gotten my PhD. I was already established at school and mine, I was, I had my name and I'm proud of my name. I'm proud of what I've done. And so after, and of course, Daniel, my husband, who's amazing, we had a good talk about it. I'm like, I'll do the hyphen thing if it matters to you, but I, it's important that I keep my name because I've worked hard for that. And he's like, do we, do what you do, boo. And yes. I, and then I record yes. him. So there's that. Such a great husband. But hey, so then, so then our friends, you know, we wanted, my friends were like, well, we still got to own that you're married. I'm like, all right. And then I, I can't remember who it was. We got to figure out who nailed it I down. I think it was uh, Walker. Was it Walker? Walker. She. We were talking about or it the DeSantis, other day. Via, or Lindsay DeSantis. Either, one of those two. One of those two. We, we yeah. figured that. I think we figured that out last Taco Tuesday. Yeah, last Taco Tuesday we figured out. But anyway, so I yes, I am now uh, Doctor Wife. Doctor Wife. <laughs> and just on a little background before before that on myself is that I worked on finance for about mm-hmm. seventeen years. Um, I very recently was let go from my big corporate job back in February. Not due to COVID. Just let's be honest. I was made an example, and you know, unfortunately, people didn't like me where I work. Yeah, I work for SunTrust, by the way. So that's where that happened. Um, but anyways, the reason I decided to do this podcast is because I've been going through this transitional change. You know, I turned forty. You know, COVID actually didn't help my greatest mental health time. You know, between issues with my own family, my own mental issues with my abandonment, my 
my insecurities, my... And just trying to figure out what you want to be when you grow up. Exactly. You know, like, that's always been the thing that we've talked about Mm -hmm. is, what do you want to, what's, you know, we're, if you want to get, like, existential and slightly spiritual, like, what are we here for? Exactly. And so I know that was one of the things we've talked a lot about is... Which, by the way, you guys, sorry, interrupt, interrupt Dr. Wife. Leslie and I, I talked to Leslie in a, <laughs> exume, like, in a bunch of times during the week just to, like, to check myself with my, like, if I'm responsing, responding something too emotional or if I, I'm looking at it from another perspective. Because even though Leslie and I have been friends for almost oh 11 years. Yeah. Ha! <laughs> 11 crap. years. Yeah, that's crazy. 11 years. Leslie is one of the, probably one of the few people that I know that is able to talk to me and not because she knows literally every dirty nasty little secret <laughs> about me she's able to put it into perspective that i'm able to go oh, okay crap yeah you're right so you know the reason i you know i wanted to do this and leslie knows why but i wanted to tell you guys is because you know i've been going through this emotion and, I, and these this emotional times this mental trial situations between work friends family and everything else so i was like i i need to find something to put out because I feel like I'm carrying it all in and I wanted to express it it. and also I'm a believer that once you regurgitate it out Mm -hmm. it makes you feel better once you talk about it absolutely so going back to why I named this podcast becoming the light be the person you always needed Mm -hmm. is because a dear friend of mine Jeff Evans uh, former crossfit athlete and the crossfit game was there two times he's one of my dearest and very very close friends we were talking about something that I was having issues one night, uh-huh. and I was like, I was, I was trying to, I was trying to say, I just, I just, I, I, I want, I want to be the person I always needed, and I didn't know how to comment towards. And I remember that he put it out on text, and uh-huh. I read it, and I literally was like, Did it like hit you in the face? Yes. It was like, if yeah. You, if you were a cartoon, it had like the light bulb. So I literally sat there, and I've been like on this bandwagon mentally. About, yeah, you have. about, really positive. yeah, and I feel very positive. And I wanted to take all this knowledge because I feel that I have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have heard from like 15, 20 people, they're like, just do a podcast, it'll help yeah. you, it'll help you. One, therapy for you, yeah. two, you might be able to help someone else that you don't even Dude, know. The thing is, is I, I think, especially with the pandemic, I think we've underestimated or. Maybe maybe we did estimate correctly, but I think the pandemic really helped folks start to reevaluate where they are in life, mm-hmm. right? Like, when I teach my students this in my uh, lifespan development class, it's called the life review, right? So mm-hmm. you look back and you're like, hey, am I happy with what happened, mm-hmm. right? Cool. Keep doing the same shit. Um, if I'm not, what am I going to do to change? And so I think with the pandemic, everybody was really forced to take a look at what they're doing and you had this opportunity granted you were already going through some other stuff and then the pandemic just right. kind of forced you to face your need for a transformation exactly right and like so i i agree i think this is going to be the the ideas that you're going to the things you're questioning right that's the thing you have questions like and that's okay. We may never find an answer, or we're probably going to have the most convoluted answer, and people are going to be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Right. <laughs> but I think a lot of folks will be able to relate to this struggle of just, you know, we have this idea that we're supposed to be something. Right. Like the American dream Well, or we put too much, which is why, going back to wrapping, um, 
going for circle what Dr. White is saying, I always been, well, for about a year ago, mm-hmm. I always been that guy. I was, tur- I was about to turn 39. I'm like, I got this job. I'm supposed to be doing this. I am here. COVID happens. I'm going through a little bit of, you know, mental mental chaos between, yeah. you know, some issues that I have with my yeah. immediate family here in town. Yeah. That I got to the point that I told Dr. Wife and my best friend Kelly, which will meet guys meet at some point, that I was like, I need to talk to someone. Yeah. Because I'm not able to compartmentalize all this yeah. shit. And unfortunately, at that time, the people that I'm close to me are just too bias yeah you know what i mean and i needed some that unbiased perspective Absolutely. to get me to that place yeah. and but going starting going back on that so if i just turned 40 <laughs> um which definitely and dr wife can attest to me the 40 how i got to the 40 within like probably like the week off yeah. turning 40 i was going through like this thing you of were, like you, you were on an, an emotional roller coaster right and, and, and not guys no emotional car coaster like i don't have no purpose like it was just kind of like <laughs> I might think, and I correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I just need, I just, I have some relationships that I needed to deal with. Yeah. And, and because of those relationships, there were some issues mm-hmm. that I honestly was taking a little too fucking hard and personal. Yeah. When technically they were not even mine to begin with. However. But it was a good lesson. Yeah. It was such a good lesson. Yeah. So, you know, and but going back to that, it made me realize that, you know, I turned 40 and I'm like, what now? Yeah. What do I do now? And then definitely that week that I turned 40, I definitely discover a few things, you know, like definitely me having this conversation with a close fr- a close friend of mine mm-hmm. about how I have perspective and, and just internalizing that I can't put too much pressure on somebody else's fight when it's not mine anymore. Exactly. Even though, again, Dr. Wife can attest, I am a loyal dude. Mm-hmm. He is definitely, he's like the epitome of ride or die. Mm-hmm. I am a little a, scary. <laughs> a little scary. I am a brawler if I need to brawl. Mm-hmm. Not that violence is the answer because mm-hmm. that's not it. But let's be honest and let's be honest. Sometimes somebody needs a fucking good ass whooping <laughs> to learn a lesson. And the wife, she's laughing because she knows why. But we're not, we're not going to talk about that. But <laughs> for the record, uh, Dr. Wife does not support any. Uh, uh, violence against <laughs> against anyone. Against, no, but no, you're, it was a good point because you know I turned so I am almost a year older than Will. Um, so like what he experienced, you know, I kind of had experienced too. But obviously last year, yeah. and that was during the pandemic. So I turned forty during the summer of shutdown. That's right. And it was shenanigans, and it was it was kind of crazy. But you're right because like. The thing is, is that, you know, we have this socialization. I was thinking to remember, where the hell we do for you? But then I just remember, got it, Yeah, we had the surprise party. (laughs) But, you know, the funny thing is, is that, like, we've had this socialization that, you know, almost like a social calendar. Mm -hmm. Or not even a calendar, but, like, you know, you have this plan that you're supposed to be, you know, this by this age and this by this age and whatever. Yeah, this by this age. And so when we're at 40, we're like, well, fuck, what am I supposed to be doing? Where am I supposed to be at? And if you had all of these lofty goals, dreams, ambitions, and maybe you haven't realized them by this age, you might feel like, shit, am I running out of time? Like, right. I, it's because it is kind of this, like, sense of, like, not, uh, you know, we, we're not immortal. You know, we do have a time limit. And so I feel like that was one of the things as you were starting to appreciate 
you don't want to waste time on stuff you don't need to invest your time in. Don't waste your energy. And also, that was, that was a big thing that you, you know. And, and 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 thank you, Doctor Bradley, because that's right. But also, I I've been feeling that I I have something to offer. Actually, let me rephrase that. I have something to offer to other people because of my journey to somebody yeah, else. Yeah. And it made me realize just another thing that you guys know. I drive for Uber. Nice. And um, I actually, Derek Newborn, which is my trainer and one of my other best friends, which you also met at some point. Um, he's the one that told me, he's like, just talk to people. You talk to people. And I have realized in the past, maybe past three weeks, uh-huh. I have met people that, oh my God, you're just... You have you. Thank you for being so kind, and, and that's the key word that I keep hearing. And they kept regurgitating. It's like you're so kind, you're so nice. There's no people like you around. You should have a podcast. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, okay. I have. Okay, I'm like, okay, and definitely, I'm a rambler, as you can tell already, probably in the few minutes we've been talking. But I just wanted to help somebody else that probably is going through what you and I are going through. Yeah, and you know. And also just show a little kindness because kindness go a long, oh, a, lot, a long way. Absolutely. But going back to the 40 is that I know that this journey for me at 40 now is that I have felt very relaxed about the money issue because that was yeah. a big stress factor for me back in February when yeah. I, I was let go from my job. Um, and I wanted to like, oh, let me take a job real quick. And I took a job for two Ooh. weeks. That wasn't good. For the record, mm-hmm. when, I, when he called me and talked to me about it, I was like, like Louise from Bob's Burgers, <laughs> like I really was right. anxious about it. I'm like, bro, is this what you want to do? Right. And I'm like, you know, and I even said this. I'm like, yep. you know, I'll support you. I said, maybe this is just a stepping stone to a bigger thing, but just, you know, really, let's start to consider like, what do you want to do with right. what you have, mm-hmm. right? And then, and that's where you've been really focusing mm-hmm. on that and. You know, the Uber thing, you're getting down on that? Hell yeah. You and like making great money. Yeah, you like to drive. You like to chat with people. It's a perfect storm. Yeah, it's, I really think it is. It's definitely, I'm happy doing it. But like, what you're, but I, I'm glad you're doing this because like, I think there's a lot of folks that really can relate to not being sure of where, you know, where, where are they going? What are they doing? Are they really being fulfilled? Or are they just, what's my purpose? What, what am I doing on this crazy ride? Right. You know? Right. You know, so... I want to, you know, I wanted to do this podcast, too, because I wanted to talk about moving forward in some of the mm-hmm. fewer episodes. I want to, I want to talk about a bunch of other stuff that mm-hmm. I am not going to look at social media. I am not going to research what's happening in social media. I'm actually going to bring Dr. Dr. Wife and people that legitimately are going through that needy, greedy crap. Yeah. They are like, yeah, I'm going through this. This is happening. And we can talk through it. Yeah. To Maybe just show other people that there's like, shit, I am not alone. Exactly. Other people are going through this. Yeah. And we might be able to give some other people that have no voice a voice. If, if we, you know, a lot of people, ask, so like, as I mentioned in my welcome, like I did counseling for a number of years and I, and I enjoyed it and I was... <laughs> humble. You're amazing. <laughs> I was like, humble McGee over here. Uh, lack of a better way. I know I was, and I felt like I was good at it. I, I, I made some good progress. I wasn't a fan of the agency I worked for. And that's partially why I got out of it. But I also got out of it because I didn't feel like... I felt like I could make a bigger difference. Right. Right. And so that's why I I felt like if I could teach the concepts that I was using within the therapeutic dynamic, 
in education to the new generation coming out from coming out from high school into yeah. college to send them to the world exactly so even if like so if my classes have like third each class is 30 people right if even 10 of them take anything that we talk about to heart they're going to use it in their personal lives then they'll use it in their professional lives and then it's just going to be like a <laughs> I joke that I'm like a virus right like and I spread <laughs> I, I spread I spread, I spread uh, but, not like the COVID yeah, guys no not, not, not the COVID better not the Ronas but uh, uh, you know so, so I get that like that's why I shifted is that I wanted to help more you know and then that's where I feel like I've been super blessed that I was able to find my gig very early on. Yep. And I've been able to just like write it. Go and, to, and yeah. write it and not only write it but write it successfully. Yeah. Successfully. Yeah. And that's how hats off to you, boss. Yeah, thanks. You're thanks. a boss thanks, bitch. Homie. Thank you. Um <laughs> so let me tell you the few things I learned while I'm forty. Yeah. I learned the that I'm pretty fucking special. Yes you are. That I am I'm one of a kind and uh Whoever gets me, gets me. Whoever doesn't get me... Not your problem. Not my business. Yeah. Not my business. Two, money is the root of all evil. <laughs> we need it, but it's not the end of y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And three, cultivate your relationship that means something. Exactly. And invest on those people that mean something. Well, and that, you know, tying off to that really quick. Yeah. It doesn't have to be blood. Yeah. Right. Chosen family like have we, become. We have this uh, phrase that we use within our group of friends. We're, I call, we all call each other family. Yeah. Because we may not be related by blood, but they are family. Like, yeah. You know, this might be upsetting to some, and that's cool. Yeah, not but offensive. Like, I have friends that are closer than some of my family members Shit, that I would, right? I would call first. Yeah, yeah. Just because I know I can rely on them and there's no toxicity. Yeah. So that's, you know, so some of the cultivating relationships make sure you're cultivating relationships with folks that are really in your corner and will stand by you regardless of what you do. They don't have to like it. No. And they might judge the hell out of you. (laughs) No. No, you know, I'm kidding. But, like, that's, I think that's awesome that you found that. It's like, why didn't we get this when we were 25? I know. And, like, you know, (laughs) uh, and segueing a little bit, I was watching, um, if you guys haven't been watching, I've been watching Sick and Sister Wife. I know people don't agree. It's just reality TV junk. But forget what they're doing. But there's a couple in the show that I, I need to have Dr. Wife that she needs to watch. Okay. Taking Sister Wife. Okay. The Snowdens. Okay. They're a polygamous comp- marriage, not by religion. That's yeah. the way we're... And it's not about the polygamy that I like the show. It's about how they communicate. Yeah. Ke- I watched it with oh, Kelly. Yeah, yeah, and Kelly were- and I have butters like Kelly's eye. And I was like, if, we if our parents would have spoken to us like that... When we were little and communicate, how much shit we would have gotten past that? We have avoided or even, Uh, like, yeah. Fuck yeah. I I was like, it's like, ding, 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 ding. To be fair, like, you know, I don't, I don't really believe in regret per se. No. I do feel like all the experiences I've gone through, like, I wouldn't be who the human I am now without it. Um, But... You know, I, I think that's really, it's impo- it's important to recognize, like, holy shit, like, this is, if I had learned that right. at that age, maybe I would have avoided that trauma that I'm still carrying with me, and it's, in fact, it's, a, you know, 
you know, I'm bringing that baggage to this relationship and to this job and to this, you know, so I get that. I, I will, I know y- y'all told me I need to watch that show. Yeah, it. it's very because interesting. I, do, I love the idea. I'm learning more about the polyamorous yes. lifestyles because mm-hmm. I have to teach that. And yeah. students are really interested in it and it's becoming a bigger it's thing. It's a and, really interesting subject yeah, and we'll is. probably in another post we'll talk about it, but Because people why, need to get over it. Yeah, people need to get over it. <laughs> I, you know, if I didn't get it, it but it, it works for them. If it doesn't but hurt it, you, Shut your mouth. But again, <laughs> going back to the communication and cultivating relations, that's what I got from the show. I was that's like, awesome. I wanted to, the way he communicates and these, this couple, even the, his two wives and him, the way they talk to each other, it's like, not aggressive. Not, it's just so, I was like, like, it's such an, it was such an aha moment for me. Yeah. That I'm like, I want to lead in with that. You yeah. know, it's not like, awesome. you know, I have a tendency that I'm working on that I tend to, you know, react rather than to think rather quick. I, for the most part, I think first. But if my emotions are really amped up, amped up and in it, and the issue, I my delivery is not gracious. You're getting that going. <laughs> I'm getting. Uh, <laughs> He's come I'm, a long I'm way. I was too shy. Too shy. <laughs> He's come a long way. Where I'm like, I didn't do it. Don't yell at me. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, I know, but just, I need you to take it down a notch, bro. That was me freaking out on Dr. Barley probably a month and a half ago. It was fine. It was funny. Yeah, now we laugh. We laugh about it, but it was, it was serious at the time, but definitely now now. that we have figured it out. Yeah. But, you know, I just felt that, you know, 40 is such a good trivial part of us as adults Mm -hmm. that what have we seen in, what have we seen through life? Once you get through 40, it's like over the hill, everything goes out down after. And to me, I'm like, holy crap, bullshit. I totally agree with you. Bullshit. Yeah. This is the way, this, this is the catapult, like this is, this is where like I, not wasted, but you like, 40 years have passed. Yeah. They passed. They might have been shitty. They might have been great. But shit, you still have tomorrow, right now. You have a moment after right now just so, to do something better. So why can't, why can't 40 catapult you into further greatness. Exactly. Mm. Ooh, that Ooh. Was sexy. Write that down, guys. Write it down. Write it down. Hashtag Dr. Wife. Dr. Wife. Dr. Say wife it again. Says. Say it again, Dr. Wife. <laughs> um, why can't 40, or whatever age, but like for us, like 40 as a society, why can't 40 catapult us into a better life? Hashtag Dr. Wife. Holy shit. See? The nuggets from the nugget. Dr. Wife. And good nuggets for sure. But that's all right, guys. You can't afford me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so definitely it's been a year for, uh, I guess it's been a few months of, re- I forget, <laughs> how about months? It's been yeah. three weeks of realizations, four oh, weeks. Oh no, but it's been months for you. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's like, been like, I put him into action, which yeah. is like, it's, I think it's been very cathartic so for me. So for, for the record, folks, uh, he turned 40 like three weeks ago. Just, <laughs> just, just, just uh, but. But it's but, not done. I'm having a birthday party this weekend again. But to be fair. <laughs> The buildup has been, been mm-hmm, months, mm-hmm. like at least the last six months. He's been feeling the, holy shit, I'm turning 40. Oh my God, guys, what am I going to do? And it's really, that's why I say like, even though you've really, like the, the more realizations, more revelations these last few weeks, it's been building. Yeah. And you've been having like little glimpses here and there. And then it's like all of a sudden the clock turned and you turned forward and you're like, yeah, your brain is like rewired. So yes. So here is the thing, guys. So here is the. I, I want to leave you guys with a couple of um, nuggets, for a lack of a better word. If you're feeling in this type of headspace that you're like, 
I don't know where I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. I feel like my wife has been, my life has been a waste or I feel like I'm lost. I don't know where I'm going. My biggest advice I can tell you that I think that helped me tremendously is honestly talk to someone outside of your circle first. Yeah. Just because I, I'm a believer. I, well, now I'm a believer on therapy yeah. because I have realized also, I, unless Dr. Wife I heard me say this before, our friends are my therapists. You don't have to pay for it. That's great and dandy. But they're too close to home yeah. to, to interject. There are, you know, it, and it also is too much of a heavy. You got to think of an empath, empath perspective mm-hmm. when you're dumping all this stuff on someone, especially somebody that loves you and cares for you and will kill for you. Like myself, might take it like I typically yeah. do. I, yeah. I swallow it and, and it's mine and I'm it. supposed to do this for you. And yeah. technically, no, yeah. it's not. Yeah, you own it. You don't it, need to own I mean, it. I, exactly. So my advice is speak to someone. Yeah. I highly do. And there's great resources for you don't have to pay for any of them right now a couple of them um shoot but seriously guys you know use the google machine but you know if you don't a lot of people are anxious about going into an office and talking to therapists there's all of these new apps um Mm -hmm. where you can talk space space there's another new one i just saw an ad for where it's literally like you text and you can you can text do a text maybe a video chat with somebody and they, it's through like a, you, you always want to go with somebody with credibility, mm-hmm. credentials. So look for a licensed mental health counselor or psychologist or a psychiatrist if you think that maybe medication might be a good addition for you. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, especially, and I'm so, lack of, you know, risk of con- sounding condescending, I'm so proud of Will for like, that's the first thing he said. Because especially for men, you, you guys have been socialized to just... Deal with it. Deal with your emotions. Your just emotions don't down. exist. Shove it down. Just shove it and down. And even though, guys, just sidebar, I'm, I'm a gay I'm a gay man, and even though I'm, I'm in tune with my emotions, I'm also come from the school of, like, well, you're not supposed to... I've been told, well, you're not supposed to cry. You're a boy. You're, you're not supposed to have anything emotion. You have two emotions. You have two you emotions. Are, you're you're so, too emotional. You're you're sort of happy or angry. That's yes. literally the two emotions you're supposed to have. Yeah, and it's not true. <laughs> so, that's, then, so I think that's great, yeah. I mean, the other one is... Um, if it, make sure you surround yourself around the great people that are gonna give you support. Yeah, they're gonna be positive, and they're gonna truly value you, not just because they want something out of yeah. you. That takes a little bit of a skill. Not yeah. a lot of us have it, but keep looking, keep educating yourself. Read books, man, about building relationships and communicating. I'm important. I'm reading. Um, on. on Unfuck yourself. Oh my god, that's so good. What is it? How to uh, how to unfuck yourself? How to unfuck yourself? I have read it once. I literally just started again because yeah. I probably need to. Unf- I think everybody needs to unfuck themselves yeah, every day. Seriously. So that's a good and it's old and yeah, it's, a it's good an one. old book. Yeah, old, I mean, I'm about after that. I'm gonna read Atomic Habit. Oh, okay, that sounds Atomic good. Habit about how creating habits. Yeah. You know, systems and stuff to you know order in someone's life brings positive. Yeah. Um, environment to you. Um, but that, but that, but last but not least, I just challenge everybody to just be the person you always needed, man. Think uh, about what that was. Yeah. What was it? So like, you know, where, was there a moment in time where you needed something from somebody, whether it be just a word of encouragement or confidence, maybe even structure, maybe you needed that parental figure to be like, no, you can't do it. And instead, they let you do it, and that was the turning point for you to go down the, a different path than you wanted to. So really think about, like, maybe brainstorm. Write it down. Do uh, audio notes, whatever. Like, 
find a creative way to get it out there, but really think about like, what did you need and how could you use that now? Yeah. Right? Because yeah. that might be like what you're mm-hmm. trying to do is you're trying to find this maybe to help somebody in the future mm-hmm. or right now. But like if we figured out what was I missing, yeah. how how is that impacting me now and is there a way for me to resolve it? If there's not a way, if you can't control it, fine. But own that and then piss you know, like move on from it. Yeah. Own it, move on, and then focus on the things that you can adjust exactly. and, and add to your life. Exactly. So yeah. That would so, be good. Yeah, so yeah, I I challenge everybody to be um just be the person you always needed. You know, be kind. You don't know what people are going through. Oh my god. You don't you know, you know I only can think on the only example I can give to close this out, you know, is that you know, I always, you know, when I felt the most alone that 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 I felt like I didn't have nobody to like talk to me and da 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 and you I can assure you that at that time that I was feeling that way, I'm sure that there was somebody that needed me and instead of mean being the person I always needed, I was so consumed with my own fucking bullshit. <laughs> that probably was so... No, in, in the hindsight of him, was so not no trivial. It was yeah. trivial to me. Yeah. But I probably could have been like, hey, let me just shove this to the side because this person might need me right now. I might need some of my energy, my conversation, and, my attitude, and or it, something. And it could have helped you deal with the stuff that you had been dealing with before. Ha-ha. Hence why we're doing this podcast today, ladies and gentlemen. And- scene (laughs) well listen guys thank you so much for listening we are we will probably see dr wife and myself probably at least once a month yeah we'll see if you have any questions yeah maybe throw out some if you guys have some topics you guys want us to you know we have some ideas but we have you know some folks who are going to share their journeys and hopefully that relates to yeah what y'all are going through we're not going through and you're just curious yeah. and you just think we're funny that's also sexy. yeah because we're you pretty like fucking it. hilarious yeah, we're, we're funny you'll see <laughs> <laughs> we're terrible yes <laughs> well listen thank you so much for li- to listening i'm wilfredo i'm leslie and we'll see you later all right bye. Fuer, fuer, fuer. <laughs> <laughs>